0: welcome back to cannon fodder
1: can you explain to everybody exactly what that is because i was confused the first time i heard it yeah give me one
0: you know what and that, reminds... that brings us to our first segment <laughs> definitions uh cannon fodder according to wikipedia uh is an informal or derogatory term for combatants who are regarded or treated by government or military command as expendable in the face of enemy life en- and enemy fire and uh, one of the first video results is actually top 10 cannon fodder in film and it's a scene from uh, Rogue One. Really? Okay. Yeah. Oh. Now so we're still on topic.
1: Now, now. So I, far. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you what I thought. I don't even know how to pronounce it. Cause it well, it's cannon father. fodder. It's not father. No, no, no. no, <laughs> no. <laughs> cannon father. Please, okay. cannon is my father's Yes, name. see, that's always what I th- was after you fired a cannon, the dust and like... Sm- Small, yeah, yeah, came out of it. That's, that's what I, I thought. originally thought I think, that's it was, what you told but I think there's a different word, that is what I thought that was. Yeah, I think he told us all about that. was
0: that?
2: Yeah. Let me see. Um, it's called the smoke billing yeah, out no, no, of a, the end of a cannon. Speaking of
0: garbage, uh, Evan, you had something that you wanted to talk about, right? Yes,
2: the fact that when people make a game. And they play into certain themes. So, and Evan,
0: topics. Evan, now that we're discussing broader topics, you basically have to explain. So, what I, what's um, when you say a game,
2: what what is a game? Define gaming. A waste oh, okay. of time.
0: <laughs> Evan, you're a gamer.
2: My point still stands.
1: Yeah.
0: Welcome, Evan, okay, to so the show.
2: Professional gamer. So, what game are you uh, pissed off this week? The Nonary Games series first. First game in the series, nine nine nine, as it's abbreviated.
1: Now, what about nine What nine, happened eight? to the? Yeah. <sighs> who knows? They what made a thousand nine, of them before. <laughs> do, you, okay. do you want? Do you want to give us a quick quick synopsis of this game, and then tell us why you're so stupidly pissed that you could? So essentially,
2: it. your name. You, you play a college student called June Bay, who comes home from work and gets kidnapped in his apartment by a person named Zero wearing a gas mask. Okay, so you get kidnapped. You wake up in a room on a ship. And then you're forced to solve a saw-style puzzle. Not as gory, but you're in a room with a window that breaks, and it's flooding. So you got to get out because you got to solve a puzzle to get through a door. But this door is locked with a key, with a key, with a uh, key card reader. So then you get out. This to get out, you need to swipe key cards. But then this is where they introduce the whole thing of digital roots, which is every time you add numbers together, and every time you have a number that's more than one digit, you add the two digits of the number together. Anyway, you get out. You meet up. There are nine people. There's a voice comes on and says, "Okay, you're in the Nonary Games." This is a game, you just gotta solve these puzzles and escape. You gotta find the door with a nine on it to escape. That's what they explain. Okay. So you're in this Nonary game, and nine's important because. It's the end. Uh, because uh, with, no, uh, with yeah, the Nonary game, mm. Nona is nine, with like, you know, um, uni, bi, truck, yep, etc. Yep. and the. Sounds Nona's nine, so it's mm. all about nine, so nine plays an important role in a lot of the puzzles. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so there's a whole thing where you have to go through numbered doors, and you can only have three to five people go through them. And their digital route has to match the digital route that is painted on the door. Okay. So you have to only certain people go into rooms at certain times. Yep. And once you go in, your bracelet activates, which activates the detonator. So you have to find another machine to deactivate. Then you have to solve the puzzle. And then you go to the next area. So you do all that.
1: Okay. And you need to take all the puzzles in between and kind of.
2: And it's yeah. Kind of like walking through and th- that, the middle part of the game is great. Yeah. I, it is actually a pretty good game. And I like mm-hmm. the middle part and a lot of the other endings. is me some of the characters in this pretty fine. But then when you get to the true ending... And there's a girl, um, Akane, who goes by June, because I'll use nicknames. And so you get to the final puzzle, and then all of a sudden... Because the whole plot, you find out, is the original Nonary game was created as an experiment (laughs) because there's a a magnetic field or something of the sort that people can relay and uh, can transmit and receive information through this mystical field that's unseen to the human eye. Kind of like Bluetooth. Yep. (laughs) Honestly, it is pretty much Bluetooth. Um, So you learn about that.
0: Why don't you just say the part you're mad about? Okay,
2: so this girl, anyway, so this girl, you're at the final puzzle of the game, and it turns out this girl that was with you actually died nine years ago, but she was with you during this entire puzzle, and then it turns out they pulled a your name, spoiler for your name, where in reality, she she was living in both timelines nine years in the past. She was nine years in the past, but she was also living in the future, and she was using this data because for some reason, unexplained to us, she's able to transmit data, uh, or not even transmit, she's able to receive data, she was, she was supposed to be a transmitter but she is receiving data because she sees through your character's sight and feels everything you feel from nine years in the past while she's dead even though she is alive and you're touching and communicating with her and then it's like oh shit I'm actually nine years in the past I'm dead and then you need to solve this puzzle because this is the room where I died in this incinerator so then she gets you to solve the puzzle which then she gets the information in the past while she's already dead to then solve the puzzle and save herself and then they run off and then it turns out her brother and her were the ones who set up this fake game to, to both save her from dying and also get revenge on the four people who created the original nonary games because you were in a replica created by her on the replica because the original nonary games for the receivers were on a ship that was sinking which was the gigantic which was the third twin ship of the um, titanic because there's the titanic and the olympia because the olympia is the actual titanic but then there's another third ship, which is the Gigantic, which and is I a hospital just, ship. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no. And then this ship sank. And there's people who were in, ori- w- in the original notary game who saw the ship sank, but still thought that they were on the same Gigantic that they saw sank nine years ago, which is like, okay, didn't nobody realize there's a big plot hole there. But then when they get out, it turns out they were actually in the building in the Nevada desert where all the transmitters were, because they were in this replica, and they were transmitting this information to the people on the ship. So it turns out you were in this ship. What I don't get was... Oh wait, this isn't what you're mad <laughs> at yet, okay, cool! Yes, <laughs> but you weren't in the ship the entire time, so that water was from some tank, but did nobody realize that they were on a ship that didn't exist anymore, it was on the bottom of the water? Did they never touch any of the metal that was covering all the windows to see that it was significantly hotter than if they were in the middle? Why did nobody realize they were not in a ship and in a building in the middle of a desert in Nevada? And then they just run off, and they're never be seen. And then the girl who's actually dead, but is actually alive, but not dead anymore, ran off with her brother, who was her accomplice during the whole thing. And then they're never seen to be; they're never to be seen again. And they were this character was flirting with you because it turns out she was in love with you. But then that goes nowhere; nothing goes anywhere, and they just disappear. And then they're driving down the middle of the Nevada, Nevada desert, and then this all ice girl is thawed awake, and she's just standing at the side of the road with her thumb up hitchhiking, and just appears out of nowhere, and then just cuts to black. I'm mad that the fact that they built up this game, and all the endings are all about murder, and mystery solving, and all this, and then they just pull a 180, and they do the whole, it was all a dream bullshit. They go to the point where they take something that was based in reality, and was very interesting, and it was about like murder, and like murder mystery, and stuff, and there's like, oh yeah, no, it's all bullshit, and it's like, there's time travel, there's there's all this bullshit, and it's so poorly integrated in the story. That's bullshit. At the very last minute, like, there's nothing to allude to this, besides the fact that the girl ends up fainting and gets, like, hot flashes, but it's like, oh, because she's actually dead, and she's trying to save herself, and, like, it's like the whole, like, oh, they're disappearing from the photograph type thing, to get sick, but there's nothing that alludes to that being that, it's just that she has health problems, is what they're allude to, but it's just out of nowhere at the end of the game, they just throw all this bullshit in, and it just doesn't mesh well with the story, and all the, the themes that they were working with originally, and it just kind of felt like a 180 out of nowhere... That was kind of baseless and just kind of went nowhere. It was a good game that turned kind of sour. Yeah, I mean, you know
0: people are supposed to people are supposed to want to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hope you're okay with us like editing that in a way that is more like, cut it out, brief and entertaining. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> here's, here's Let me summarize what you just said. Uh, there was a there was a saw game on a ship, but they weren't on a ship. How'd they not know they were on a ship? I'm mad about that.
2: <laughs> no, they, they a, no, no, they pulled out the time you travel bullshit. You literally
0: could have said that, and then also that a lot not, of the that, plot that, threads that, don't go anywhere, and then said you were frustrated yes, about that.
1: I don't that know. I, I, I,
2: I like the detail. I just thought it was gonna be better. <laughs> That's what I'm it's saying. It's like it was like okay, she, she was she's dead, but she's not dead. Mm-hmm. Whoa! And it just it felt like cool. No, I did. I feel like you I'm mad at this game, but first let me explain the entire plot. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it just—it just felt like a cheap twist that really added nothing to what was shaping up to be a decently interesting story. To honestly, kind of a fun puzzle murder mystery game. Anything else going on in your life then uh, A lot of Persona, playing through that entire series. But mm. uh, I don't have anything to complain about about that. Those yeah, games. let's not well, go through yes. the entire plot of Persona. <laughs> <laughs> Can you? How? If somebody said, oh, Matthew, what are you playing there? How do you go about explaining what... <laughs> I would say,
0: please, a... <laughs> sir, step back, please. How do you... Social distancing, sir. Okay,
2: besides that, okay, so I assume they're social distancing. They have a walkie-talkie or a microphone. They're talking <laughs> to you. you Megaphone. Got a they've got, a, freaking, fucking, they've so got you, a fucking... You can uh, talk from a safe social distance distance. They
0: got, they've got. they got, like, one of those uh, like Metal Gear Solid things. Yeah. Like, Snake, what are you playing
2: there? Got, they got a old-school video phone. How do you go about explaining the plot in a concise fashion of the Persona franchise.
0: Well, let's just do Persona 4. Um, Japanese Scooby-Doo teens fight uh, <laughs> shadows with their feelings.
2: But what are shadows? <laughs> what are Does personas? It doesn't matter. Listen, I might as well just
0: hand you a book on Jungian psychology. Like,
2: honestly. But I mean, like, if you had to explain, okay, like, what the fuck's going on? Okay, well, it's all about God and destroying the world. Okay. But in but reality, they're destroying the world because feeling- of the... Inner I wishes feeling, of man, and
0: it's like there's a whole philosophical. I have thing. a feeling if like Mission Control called me down and was like, Matt, what are you playing? And I started saying all that stuff, they'd be like, Whoa, okay, so I just I'm wanted saying, to know what you were playing.
2: So I'm saying, so I'm saying, like, if I want to explain something, like, I okay, this is what I'm playing, this mm-hmm. is the plot, this is what's going okay, on. Okay,
0: but I don't think that was the question. No, I'm, <laughs> saying, I'm
2: playing Persona, but I'm, I'm saying, like, bringing it back to explain the whole issue I have with my how do you explain the. How do you summarize the plot of Persona without getting into too much detail? Because there's a lot to it. And I'm saying, to explain what I don't like about it, I have to explain the... it.
0: Under, I understand what you're saying. If the thing is, if you're... Man, I, I didn't want this to be like meta talk about like how, to, how to express your feelings to people. But like, if you're frustrated about something, you don't necessarily have to convey the
1: nuances of why you're frustrated okay. for someone to empathize with you.
2: We communicate in different ways, so and I'm okay. I don't know what to say. I,
1: I find when you get someone to explain why they are frustrated, it mm-hmm. makes them less frustrated because they get to Good hear how team. stupid these are. That's out. why I rant constantly.
2: <laughs> right. And if you, you need to, to communicate with somebody, this, like, you communicate the problem. Mm-hmm. why is it a problem how does this problem make you feel and you offer suggestions on how to go about fixing that problem. a lot of
1: people don't want to hear that last
2: there's no way to fix this video
1: a lot game. of people don't want you can just accept
0: no
2: it. you don't accept that there's things that maybe you missed that weren't shown that
1: there was something well, not behind only the that, scenes but like that's and why you obviously t- that's the a game, game opens up to a sequel that's exactly what happened at the end there. oh movie. yeah
2: and then in the sequel alice all of a sudden for no reason is just a playable character because she's an ancient Egyptian princess who woke up frozen after thousands of years and she's got her tits out. Yeah, that sounds about right.
1: That's... I'm not complaining
2: about the tits. I'm just complaining about why the fuck pe- people do nothing, something for nothing.
1: That's very hey, nice.
0: Matthew, what did you want to talk about? What did I want to talk about? I'm um, going to go take a break. You're going to go take a break? <laughs> All right, Evan's going to go take a break. I, lots, um, lots. Uh, I just wanted to uh, talk a little bit about... Uh, I guess Star Wars in general. I'll become one of those people who just, like, thinks about Star Wars in their free time. And I just, like, I, I, might, as
2: well, <laughs> I, I might
0: as well be writing, like, Star Wars fan fiction. I don't already do that? Not yet. But I was, uh, like I was saying before, I basically I've been reading a lot of, like, Star Wars novels. I've been reading the comic books. I just finished Clone Wars. Um, and so are the
2: Disney ones canon now? or do they Disney's, yeah, Disney's Disney
0: Disney canon.
1: The canon. Yeah. Disney owns it.
0: Um, and just one of the things I was thinking about that kind of like frustrates me about Star Wars as a series is that like, it's got such a rich and interesting story with like little tiny subtle nuances that sort of are broken down and explained in a lot of these side stories. But if you just watch the core films, it makes no fucking sense. Why going back happens. to the no. importance
2: of explaining nuances in a story to get the full picture. But uh,
0: that's, I mean, the, so like but the efficiency of
1: time. is a thing.
0: The
2: whole, the whole story of Star Wars, right, was like that George Lucas wrote
0: this whole big ass story and was like, oh, shit, I can't put this all in one movie. I might as well break it down into six
1: movies. I thought the, I thought the whole uh, thing about Star Wars was telling a story about the Skywalker family.
0: It is, yeah. but like both of those things
1: can be true. Yeah, but like. If you're only telling the story of one specific family, you don't have to go into the great detail of all the universe-building stuff. But George... I just accept the fact of the specific family. Well, like, we live in this universe. We see this all the time with most films. Like, usually, like... like so most um, films don't
2: have the same legacy as Star Wars do. No, that, that is true. Earth but, does. like,
1: you know, like, at, at some point, you just have to say, it's like, okay, we're looking at this story. We're not looking at the entire story of this universe. We're looking at this specific story that takes place in in this universe and to tell the story it's like yeah it probably would be a good idea to explain some of the things yeah. that happen in this universe. But we don't do to go into but in detail but like here's here's an example of what i'm talking about
0: so if you just watch episodes like 1 to 6 yeah if you just yeah. watch watch episodes 1 to 6 let's see let's even say you're you're watching the comic book or about
1: war. the sequels though no, we're just talking about no, we're, well, no we're, is, not, we're not we're not saying they're not, we're just taking a tidbit of
0: story it's irrelevant to what i'm bringing up so let me just get to my point (laughs) um basically if you watch one to six it doesn't make a lot of sense even just starting with six like i guess the first question that comes up is like oh anakin skywalker was betrayed by darth vader who is anakin skywalker like why is he important and um and then, it, you know, by the end of the first, the original trilogy, you're like, oh, Anakin Skywalker is Darth Vader. Mm. That makes sense. But then you're like, but why did he betray the Jedi? And then you watch 1, 2, and 3, and you're like, okay. I mean, Anakin's annoying in 1 and 2, but I guess he's relatively likable. Why would he turn to the dark side?
1: To save the woman he loves.
0: Right. But, I mean, Anakin's not stupid. And Clone no, Wars, that's an argumental. I think Clone Wars makes it pretty abundantly clear that he's he's kind of like really smart, super talented.
1: But see now now he you went from you kid. went from talking about the episodes 1 mm-hmm. to 6 to jumping to uh, Clone Wars proving my point. So if
0: you watch just the first 3 movies, there's a lot of context that's cut out. And then all of a sudden Anakin Skywalker is our character that can murder children. Like it's such a huge jump in re- in logic that I didn't like catch as a kid that It's just kind of like... It's so shocking to me now. And then you watch Clone Wars and you're like, oh, it's actually kind of a a subtle build-up. And then you factor into the fact, like, Anakin was you know a clone or sorry he wasn't a clone he <laughs> was a slave yeah. and his mother was a slave yep. and he had to leave his mother and leave his mother as a slave to yep. become a jedi and basically just told to like forget about her yep. and then you've got palpatine on the other side like manipulating him for for like 11 years mm-hmm. basically telling him you know whispering in his ear becoming his father figure and then all of a sudden, and and like while wow, the Clone Wars is building up, and this is like one of the biggest things that Clone Wars does, and it's one of the most impressive things about Clone Wars, is that it reframes the idea of what the Clone Wars was, and um, this is all this is all kind of like explained as well. In uh, I read one of the Legends novels, um, Palpatine, not Palpatine, sorry, Plagueis, um, and it explains how. The Clone Wars and the events that lead up to the Clone Wars were all like, and of course everyone knew they were orchestrated by the Sith. But the degree to the to the like the way people were puppeteered is like crazy fucking insane. Yeah. Um, and even like, like essentially, Palp- there was this part of the book where Palpatine and uh, Sidious are like sitting down, and they physically tip the balance of the force into the dark side which is why the jedi can't see into the future and like predict the sith taking over that's why yoda's sitting there and he's like oh the force dark dark side clouds the force and i can't see the future um because they basically like tipped the force to the dark side and then all of a sudden sidious hears about qui-gon jinn finding this boy on tatooine who is like supposedly born of the force and sidious is like oh shit that was the repercussion of us tipping the, the the balance in the force, the force like sort of like um, it was like her, your magic. the force reacted to it and like rebalance you know, itself exactly, um, because like the Sith's whole idea is they're like well the Jedi try and like go with the status quo but basically as a Sith you're like oh I see this power and I have the power to take it you know like I can be more I can become more powerful through my own means, um, but this kind of like. Going back to I guess the puppeteering of of like galactic events, um, the Clone Wars was kind of like constructed to delegitimize the Jedi, because the Jedi are drawn into this number one Jedi are supposed to be peacekeepers and then all of a sudden they're drawn out into this like really long like seven year war where they're these where they're like they're not killing people per se but they're endangering a lot of people. A lot of planets see the war as just like drawing them into warfare because the separatists in the galactic republic are, are like trying to find they're, they're basically in like land grab battles with each other um to find safe space to like create bases and stuff like that so it's drawing a lot of innocent systems in and so a lot of people begin to see the jedi as like these sort of warmongers that they've strayed from their original purpose and the jedi lose a lot of faith with the public and so when order 66 happens it sets everything everyone up to be like oh yeah the jedi did turn on the republic and when order 66 happens and mace windu breaks into you know palpatine's office and he's pointing a lightsaber at at palpatine all of a sudden with anakin he's like oh shit yeah no i've been here through the whole war the jedi have gone mad with power and they're going to take over the senate and they're trying to kill this the supreme chancellor and all of a sudden you're like oh shit in anakin's mind the jedi have not only gone astray but they've been trying to usurp power from a democracy. And you're like, oh, yeah, that does kind of give a little bit more credence to, to you know, why he turned to the dark side. And on top of that, of course, there's all the manipulation. Anakin probably never really um, you know, adhered to a lot of the principles of the dark side or a lot of the principles of the Sith in the first place, but after he got crippled, it didn't really matter very much. Uh. Because he was kind
1: of under Sidious' thumb at that point. So, see, I like the idea, like that you propose that Anakin, um, just kind of, he believed that the Senate were, mm. was the right choice and all that. Mm. Um, and what I don't, I don't like is that we it should, like there is a light and dark side of the Force with that because. Anakin believes he's doing the right thing. He's doing. He believes that all the die have yeah. turned to the dark side, right? The the trying to take over, like you know, they're trying to seize power. That's all what like what would be perceived as being evil, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why he
2: like acts. Yeah. Like, how does he eventually turn into Darth Vader? Like, how does that? How
1: does he go from being like, yo, I gotta stop these guys from take, killing, um, uh, you know, the Supreme Chancellor um, and taking over the to the universe to i gotta walk in that room and kill all those little kids well that is
0: see that's the biggest leap in logic and that's what's crazy because i think at that point anakin kind of realizes that those kids are already corrupted and that their path is going to be different than his so if he doesn't kill them there they're going to come back and and like usurp him in the future okay so he's thinking ahead like that i mean he's killed he anakin is a character that regrets things that he does
1: like Pretty, directly yes. after
0: he does yes them. yes but like the whole idea of the Sith is not that they're emotionless. You're supposed to like it's, channel it's the opposite. Exactly. Yeah. It's that you embrace embrace emotions. Although there is like this weird part in, um, Plagueis where he Plagueis kind of like manipulates Sidious into killing his family, and then he's like, "Oh, you regret it after all, huh? Maybe you're not my apprentice."
2: I mean, with power corrupts a lot of people, so I'm sure there's even though the the Sith are working off that basis where you know they they still do have emotions they do things their own way that I'm sure there's still going to be you know one person that with that power will truly be evil and doing something not necessarily because they think it's right so um, I don't see a, that big of a leap as logic that, that there's one person in a position of power that takes it a little bit too far or kind of Strays from the idea that yeah. our emotions are bad. Uh, I also... Well, what
1: I... I when it comes to Anakin like I, I'm mostly thinking about like you know what led him to like you know slaughtering all the, uh, the the young, young is and a all big that, is a big because that, that, that's a that's a huge it would I think it'd be very hard to convince someone that yeah. this is the proper move that this you have is, to do this is the good
0: guy move this is the crux of yeah. of the of the like and why the, does this this is this is basically like what I've been wrestling with
1: the well, past couple of years. and this is where I think the uh, like episode 3 actually does it really good job because in episode three if you only watch episodes one to three you don't even yeah. have to watch like four five and six y- you see that Anakin has always been intoxicated with um Padme Padme I think I completely yeah. forgot her name and you know now that he he sees like you know he's he's on the verge of starting a family with mm-hmm. her and all that and then um you know, and Palpatine is like, "Yo, the Jedi is gonna take all that away from you. They're gonna mm-hmm. just completely rip it over from underneath you, and you've seen it yourself. She will die without my help. You have to do this yeah. to make, uh, to gain the power, um, to uh, save, save her. And I believe, and you know, in in Episode three, um, Palpatine doesn't try to like, you know. Be like, yo, this isn't the Daxxet. He's openly mm-hmm. said he's like, hey, this is the Daxxet. You need to get this power if you ever want to save her. Yeah. And I think that is a great like that. I find that was a really good um, you know explanation of why he would go do it. He, yeah. You no, know, he just loved his girl. No, and, and
0: he kills it. And I think I think another. I was I was just like um, <laughs> there was this video I was watching the other day that was like episode three, but only the iconic lines. And there is one scene that's basically like do it. unbroken. And it's the scene where, um, like Mace Windu and Kit Fisto and yep. like Shakti come Ti come Literally the, this whole time. Yeah. That's the only thing I have in my. It's head. an incredibly yeah. uh, emblematic scene of like the series, series and like mm-hmm. literally everything they say is like a quotable thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's trait well, one. and Then he says, "I am the Senate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Senate will decide your fate." And but it's the part where Mace Windu is. Like, like I said before, where he's pointing the lightsaber at Sidious, yep. and and Sidious is like, he's going to kill me! Um, and Anakin sort of approaches him, and, and and this is where the manipulation you were talking about kind of comes in. This is where you can see that Anakin is, is such a conflicted figure, Yep, is because he's like walking up, and he's like, he's like, okay, we got him. I basically ratted him out to you.
2: Like, you told yeah. me to
0: spy on Sidious, and I told you he was the Sith Lord, because he <laughs> told me that, and I told you. And, uh, so I expected this to happen. And then Mace Windu's like, yeah, so I'm going to fucking kill him. And, <laughs> and Anakin's like, uh, that's not what Jedi do. And then Mace Windu's like, you fucking killed Dooku. <laughs> <laughs> it's my turn, bitch. Yeah, I I did, which is, you know, a little confusing. Anakin's got double standards, but whatever. It's Anakin's <laughs> well, Skywalker. I think he understood
1: that he did, what he did was wrong when he killed him. It was actually, again, m- Right after and, that, he was
0: just like, "I should have let him, sh- like, yeah. take trial." But he's got double standards here because he's like, he literally says, "He's like, don't kill him. I need him. Yeah, because he needs him to save Padme. Yeah, um, and and that's what in that moment it's kind of like the should will I won't I and he, he made gets a rash really Yes.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he made a decision because he thought it was what was right. No no, 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 no! he did not. He, he did. knew it was wrong. Well, I he mean, he knew it was wrong, yeah. but he knew that it was right to accomplish his, his, his goal. Yeah, his yeah. Uh, yeah. agenda. Guess, uh, cause,
0: he was on a time crunch, and he didn't have a lot of options, and basically yeah. he just distracted Mace Windu, and then helped him, like, yeah, force I mean, light. cut it off was, Mace Windu's hand! Oh, that's right, he does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He does do that. That's a pretty that's, big, that's big distraction. That's a big distraction. I mean, for yeah. Mace Windu, he could probably just ignore it. I don't know, he was
1: like, And then out the window.
0: Yeah, it's kind of funny, I was also watching... Because for a long time, I was pretty staunchly... I remember we went we went to see um, uh, The Solo. Last Jedi. Oh, okay. Well. Uh, the, um... That's a great movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I feel like...
2: Is it's that, gotten better with The Last one. Oh, that's well, the last
1: yeah. one. Okay. I don't know. There's some interesting thing. No, 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 it's no, better than it's The Last Jedi. What was, what was The Last Jedi? The Last Jedi
2: so was the third... second, second last one. Second, second last one, okay. Yeah. It was what, The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, yeah. Yeah. and then, and then Rise, of Skywalker. Rise, of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. But
0: in Rise of Skywalker, at the end, where Rey gets the um, like the yellow or the orange-white lightsaber. Yeah, I never it. understood what do, that do you was. Do you mean
1: Rey Skywalker? Rey Skywalker, yeah. Fuck like that. <laughs> um, Rey Palpatine. Which is... I would so take that name. Yeah. Palpatine? Yeah. I mean, you can the go change your name later.
0: Force user in the galaxy, like... <laughs> one of them at the time for sure at that like, very moment i would like say literally seven. he like i was saying him and his master like took the force and fucking top like threw the flip the table over i'd like yeah. to know how
1: they did that
0: was, they did a bunch of meditation is that it just thought about it well i mean this right? whole thing was like manipulating metachlorians right yeah that's true it's basically, like, when they were taking over the Senate, Plagueis was like, okay, Palpatine, you go do your senatorial thing. You come from, like, a rich family, and you're going to be a senator anyway, so you go do your senatorial thing, and I will, like, focus on the Force. And then together, we've got, like, control of the galaxy politically and control of the Force. Um, but, like, anyway, when we, when we were watching that movie, I think a discussion came up when we were walking out about, like, colors of lightsabers. And at the yeah. time, I was really like, oh, man... I don't think they mean anything. No, they have a huge significant reason. But the fact that they meant anything used to be canon.
1: Like, the fact that they didn't mean anything, that used to be the canon. It used well, to be random. Don't. Yeah. Okay, so I was confused of a few things. I I, I, yeah. I forget where I was... Pers- it's not like, canon anymore. I can no, explain no, no. what it means to I, that. I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't confused about that. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I was... Well, I was looking at something, and it's... It suggested that the color of your lightsaber would change depending on, like, how close you are to one or the other side of the force. And I always mm-hmm. thought that was incorrect. I thought it completely depended on the crystal that was in your lightsaber.
0: So it's kind of funny that you bring that up, because yeah. it, that's kind It, of... it is... Well,
3: I haven't gotten any, uh, but uh, it, it's, not, it's always been canon that the color of your lightsaber meant something.
0: Not Not like at the beginning, beginning.
1: No, no I of the Old Republic
0: it, 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 suggested no, otherwise.
3: No, well, I mean... The crystal chose the user. Right? So the reason why all uh, Sith lightsabers are red is because they, like, they... It's a corrupted so the, the, crystal. The, the lightsaber crystal, um, when, when a Jedi has their lightsaber on their person... It actually is a way to help them uh, uh, focus it. Mm-hmm. Um, the lightsaber crystal is more than just the like the focus point of the blade. Um, it actually like amplifies a force user's potential. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when someone goes to the dark side, what they'll do is they'll do a ritual where they like literally remove the crystal from their blade, and they will put all their hate and malice into the crystal and dominate yeah that uh supernatural force in it corrupting it and making it like a superficial crystal so that way the crystal can never influence their power in a way that they don't want it to right oh okay.
0: yeah
3: I, a good way to think uh, about so like um, a lot of some lightsabers will like a, a blue is a very common color because basically uh often what blue will do is it'll amplify people's ability to amplify their physical abilities with the force so like when people do force jumps and stuff like that you know uh, you know dash or run mm. quicker with the force um it enhances their saber two abilities um, that that way now um we we're talking all about Mace Windu and why, like Palpatine was like, "Help me, I'm a kid." Yeah. Um, uh, Mace Windu's saber is purple because Mace Windu in it's not a canon, right. but an extended yeah. canon. He Mace Windu almost fell to the dark side at one point.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, and he uses a lightsaber fighting style that very much um, benefits from teeter-tottering from the light and the dark side exactly yeah. uh, and the reason why Palpatine was scared of Mace Windu is because he's probably the only lightsaber duelist in the entire like Jedi Order besides maybe Yoda Yoda is actually not as good as a lightsaber duelist as Mace Windu um, that could beat Palpatine in a lightsaber duel
2: mm-hmm. that's pretty cool uh,
3: uh, so and Anakin Anakin was on the front line of the war so much um, Anakin's skills developed so much that he caught up to the point where he had he got to the point where he almost had just as much if not more battle experience than Mace Windu yeah um, so when Anakin showed up uh, Palpatine was like help
2: me Anakin because Palpatine was confident in the fact that Anakin could defeat Mace Windu mm-hmm.
3: um uh, and it was also a test to see just how powerful his new potential uh, apprentice yeah. could be, because he was taking up the number two threat to Palpatine right there. Um, the mm-hmm. number one threat is was Yoda, uh, because Yoda is the only Force user that could compete with Palpatine at the time. Um, next to Anakin, mm-hmm. if Anakin was again, if Anakin could compete with Palpatine. Uh, before he became Darth, Darth Vader. Vader yeah um and when I, I didn't bump in with the kid thing but you know there's like uh you know a lot of like uh like uh, mercenary groups that use like uh child soldiers and stuff like that right yeah um they'll have them kill their parents to kind of brainwash their loyalty right yeah and At that point, Anakin, even though he's a grown man, very much is still in that, you know, uh, it's kind of been fed to him, like, uh, he's kind of like, he has the mindset of a child where he thinks he is the most important person in the universe, right? Mm -hmm. Because he kind of is, and he's been told that his entire life. Um, So Palpatine's like, yeah, you need to kill these children because they've been completely brainwashed by the Jedi. (laughs) Uh, but once you kill these children, I will tell you how to save your wife and your children.
0: Yeah, right. Which I mean is kind of um, true when you think about it, because like when the Jedi so, take children away from their parents, it's kind of like killing their what who they were before.
3: Yeah, and when you if you watch watch the scene, like he doesn't just like he, easily yeah. slaughter these children. I, yeah, right. They just like a I mean, they didn't put on space much of a fight. Where he's, like struggling. <laughs> like struggling. Mm -hmm. Of doing this Like he knows once he takes this step There's no Going back Right Um, And Like he knows In the bottom of his heart That This is An irredeemable act You know Yeah. And then once he commits that You know he's like Well all my cards are on the table Exactly yeah Right after that point um, he, he's like completely you know Palpatine got the has the brainwash done right mm-hmm. um, he can't he can't accept the fact that maybe Palpatine is the cause of all of his extra problems mm-hmm. after that because that means that he killed those children for nothing yeah so a lot of what he does as Darth Vader is him trying to justify his other horrible actions Which Palpatine, from observing him through his entire life, basically, will know that Anakin will do everything to not, like, come to terms with the consequences of his actions. So he he knows if he makes Anakin do this terrible thing, Mm -hmm. he knows that if Anakin does this, that, that he has him, like, 100%
2: wrapped around his finger yeah Yeah.
0: when if you watch like like when he goes to Mustafar to fight and Obi-Wan follows him to Mustafar and he does not give Obi-Wan Obi-Wan's the negotiator he gives him no time to negotiate he he very quickly gets to like like, don't let me kill you it's like I can't turn back now if you get in my way I will kill you I don't want you to talk me out of this yeah and that and that was probably
1: you know like Obi-Wan yeah
3: is Anakin's father
0: in a lot of ways and it it also goes to the fact that when Obi-Wan lies to him
3: earlier on in the movies Mm, a couple of times and he finds out that he lied to him it runs deep yeah and that's why when like Palpatine's like no this is the dark side Anakin's like oh, this guy, like, this is the first time anyone's just been straight
0: up with me? And Palpatine's been, like, you know, the friendly uncle. Yeah. I also, I love how he goes to me, he's like, have you heard the story of Darth Plagueis? It's not a story the Jedi would tell you. The Jedi didn't fucking know the story of Darth Plagueis twice. (laughs) Like, nobody did. It was just (laughs) Palpatine.
1: but he he would frame
0: it. He was framing it in a way that would make Anakin feel like,
2: the Jedi are hiding something, things.
1: which they were in a lot of ways.
0: I mean, they didn't really they show were. him a lot of respect in general. But it was, no. and he thought that he was due that respect when he didn't realize that he was like it was his arrogance, of course. And that's what Anakin is as a character hes a ball of solid arrogance. Well, um, when you and tell him you're the savior of the
3: universe
0: yeah. for your entire life, yeah, yeah, you yeah, sand th- chopped off a few lightsabers. It's probably something we could touch on in the next episode. Is who was the chosen one? Oh god. You know. apparently it was Ray. Apparently. Well, at the end of episode six. I said next episode. Which is Austin. Austin, Thank we're you cutting you off. Austin. <laughs> we're we're um we're we're gonna wrap it up. We're gonna turn uh we're gonna wrap it up around here. Uh, we'll talk about the we'll maybe talk about that or we'll touch on something else. Uh, we'll give other people, I guess, a, a chance to to voice grievances and of the topics. we'll vo- voice general grievances and yeah. uh in the next episode. Maybe but step uh, away from the. Star I don't know. Wars I think stuff. this has been this has been a good sort of a practice. Maybe maybe we we find a way to get it a little bit more structured, a little ra- less. Why are you looking at me uh, when you said that? I know. <laughs> around the room. I, I think
1: what we would uh, what fix a lot is that like if any time we have like something we want to talk about, just write uh, down, and then we'll all just like shoot it in like chat and we can right. all do a little bit of research on the yeah. topic beforehand yeah
0: or yeah. stick to one topic per episode
1: that'd be cool too oh that'd be very
2: good i know <laughs> fuck all those dinosaurs.
0: um thanks for listening uh we'll catch you next time on on Canon fodder if there is a next time if we decide to do this again uh or whenever we decide to edit all right thank <laughs> you thanks bye see you in
2: 2023 <laughs>